0: We are back with part two of 1973 (laughs) today. I I did a a nice closing exit on the part one. I didn't know if we would be back, but I'm really happy to be back. Wow,
1: you did like a little like, hey, and we'll be right back. So tell us, tell our
0: exciting fans what you were just doing. I I know something very important. I want to
1: tell you something. So this is very important for all the listeners, all the 97, 1973 maniacs out there, is that you are you drinking a Mountain Dew? Diet Mountain Dew. Okay, that a boy. Um, all right. So Only one today. there are some things that uh that I can do <laughs> and I'm I'm talented at. I'll tell you one thing that I cannot do. The talent is really questionable if I'm really talented at it much, but what I cannot do. I like, I have the best handyman in the world working in my house right now. He's amazing. He like fixes everything. And like, I'm watching him and he's doing the lights outside and he's on this like 15 foot ladder and I'm like crap in my pants. Cause I'm thinking I would yeah. never be on a 15 foot ladder. I'm internalizing a lot of what I'm seeing. And like, like, you know, when, and anytime, like you go through a process, whether you're fixing something, whether it's life, what, whatever it is, like there, there are these moments where obstacles are in your way. And whenever it comes to fixing anything, when the first thing that pops up and gets in my way, I'm out, I'm done. I'm like, it can't, (laughs) like, I can't fix it. And so there were like, at least I told him this, there were three times when he's changing this light outside. Um, you know, it's like under our roof and it's, uh, I'm like, there were at least three times that I looked at it and I was like, no way. I was like, it's over. He's going to tell me we can't do it. And I gotta, I gotta just keep the old broken light that doesn't work there. But He's amazing. He fixes everything. He's the most creative, like, you know, he's like cutting wood at his car and like hanging. It's just, he's unbelievable. So I was thinking about this. I think I would have a better chance at success in being, and and probably, uh, I don't know about happiness, but certainly more successful being like a, a trash collector or recycling collector or sanitation worker than I would be as a handyman. I am probably the least handy person that I know.
0: So, in the immortal words of one James Taylor, you're not his handyman.
1: No, I am not James Taylor or anyone's handyman. And it's hard because my son. I think is- I'm probably
0: a little bit worse. Don't sell yourself short. I think I'm the worst handy, handyman in the world, which is interesting. Grandfather was an electrician. Really? You know he- yeah. The fact that it like skipped over a generation you wouldn't want me anywhere near I'll be that person that collapses, you know, putting something up, everything will fall down. Like you don't want me building your house. That would not be a good thing.
1: Totally. Yeah, no, this guy, he's the best coach B. He's, he's amazing. So anyway, shout out to coach B who's in my house and uh, may, may or may not be able to hear me, but he's the best handyman I've ever seen. So speaking of handyman, getting back, we we were wrapping up college we, football. We are wrapping good. up
0: college football and obviously a big uh, pro football weekend coming up. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, let's um uh, quickly, very quickly, I'll pull up the games. Uh, what was your perspective on the uh, Birds this past weekend?
0: I think the Birds, you know, a win is a win, guys. You know, yes. I know they were up, what, 38? 21 in that game and i know people don't like the soft collapse of the defense the jonathan gannon defense i mean the fact that it was 38 35 was not a good thing yeah but let's the offense move the ball i mean they i saw how many you know successive drives they had either a touchdown or a field goal i mean it was pretty impressive uh the offense is obviously leagues ahead of where the defense is right now so, but a win is a win, and uh, it's interesting. This Minnesota Vikings team comes into this game like world beaters back in 2017-18 when the Vikings went to the NFC Championship game. And I remember like people were like, these Minnesota Vikings are unstoppable. The team that always is overhyped probably more than any team in professional football always seems to be Minnesota when they're a little bit good. <laughs> so, I, I think the Eagles should win this game mm-hmm. coming up opening day remember this was a team that uh, home opener this was a team that really struggled at home in the beginning of last year
1: yeah uh, this will be interesting uh, I, I I Minnesota's offense is explosive um I don't know that their defense is quite as good as everyone thinks they are but I guess we're gonna find out because our offense is pretty explosive as well um I think there's actually some some uh you know there there's going to the Eagles defense is going to need to make adjustments. I thought the defensive line as a whole played poorly. Jordan Davis did not play very much and when he was in he was he was effective against the run and when he wasn't in the the birds were were gashed by DeAndre Swift and uh, Jamal Williams from the Lions. So you got to see more from this defense. Certainly James Bradbury getting the pick six was great to see that on the tip by uh, Kaizer White. I thought Marcus Epps played pretty well on defense too, but Bradway
0: <laughs> is it Brad Brad Bradway had the interception for the touchdown.
1: It's uh, James Bradbury, yeah.
0: Bradbury, excuse me. It
1: was a little so bit. the so that was great. You know that those there were some some good points there, uh, but we didn't get any pressure on um, little uh, doll hands. Um, what's his name? I'm totally blanking on the quarterback for Detroit. Goff.
0: God, Jared Goff. We didn't
1: – any any pressure on Jared Goff. He also had the quickest release, I read, of any quarterback in the league um, this past week. I think he held the ball for two seconds. So it was hard to get pressure. But the Eagles have to do a better job of doing that. And Jonathan Gannon has to do it. Like, we this passive defense, like, people don't like this passive defense, defense, you know. And uh, it's going to be interesting because Kirk Cousins – I don't like Kirk Cousins, but – but he's a quarterback who can pick an offensive part. He's always
0: been a stats quarterback. He's yeah. always been not necessarily a winner, but a stats quarterback. And right. I mean, this team has had to play him going back to the Redskins days back what, 10 years already. So, I mean, he's always been a thorn in the Eagles' set, so not necessarily winning wise, but always had good numbers. He's always yeah. seemed to have good numbers. He's, he's what you consider a, a numbers player. He's like uh uh forget the guy the basketball guy for the clippers who would always be like six man of the year always put up the numbers uh not a ricky
1: i love i loved him it's uh jamal crawford
0: jamal crawford he always has good numbers it doesn't lead to victories though and so we'll have to we'll have to see that was a good call jamal crawford but um so the other thing is they're going to run the book run the ball they have run the book they have a a really good running attack uh with
1: cook uh Mm. Delvin so, Cook and yeah, Madison, Alexander Madison is his backup. You're right. They're, they're, they're they are loaded on offense. And, James and so if
0: they can run the ball, then you can do a lot throwing it. If you, you loosen up that, you know, with the run, then you can, then you can throw and, and be curious to see what uh, Jefferson will have receiving wise. Yeah, I mean, of course, Jefferson, we always think about what could have happened if he was our starting receiver, but.
1: Okay. Yeah, this is the, um, the Rager, the uh, Jalen Rager re- revenge game uh, for for him. So, and then the Eagles also lost Derek Barnett for the year with a torn ACL. You never oh, want to wow. see anyone get get hurt, but um, you know he's hurt, so it's next man up. And they actually pulled someone off the Vikings practice squad. Um, but you know, I'm not a big uh, Derek Barnett fan. I don't think he contributed much outside of um, you know certainly the play in the Super Bowl was was game changing when he recovered the fumble that, uh, Brandon Graham caused, but, you know, uh, I would say that his, his Eagles career has been a disappointment. So, um, you know, Derek Barnett, uh, known mostly probably for his like ridiculous penalties and jumping off sides and late hits and everything else. And he, he, so, He's not going to be there. He's out for the year, Um, but the birds do need to generate some pressure. They do need to get to cousins. I, I, I certainly feel like cousins is one of these guys. Like when you hit him and he gets knocked around, he takes a few hits. He all of a sudden, like he kind of forgets how to play football again. And so that I think getting pressure on him is going to be essential um, because you don't want to give Jefferson and Thielen and CJ Osborne. I mean, these guys are good. Like their receivers are really, really good. And then I think on the offensive side of the ball, Jalen, he certainly loves AJ Brown, but you yeah, you, you gotta Brown, you, yeah. you gotta get some plays to Devonte Smith. He's too good. And
0: and and and, and Goddard. I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, that I mean, and you want to see them run the ball against the Vikings. You want to see them be able to spread that offense around. You have all these weapons. You don't want them to be your your sole option is AJ Brown. Although it was nice to see the two embrace one another going into the going into the uh, locker room at the end of the game, you know, yes. best friends. And yeah. So, um, but he's probably the best receiver we've had here since Terrell Owens. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Easily. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's promising with him and Devonte Smith, you have a, a really nice one too, um, but use Devonte Smith.
1: Um, he's a, he's a, he's a weapon. You got to use him. And, uh, they also their offensive line needs to play better look their offensive line and, and a lot of people say it's the best offensive line in the league they they didn't look like it against Detroit they 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 really struggled with Detroit so the good news is but then you know when you step back and you look at it I think it was the first time in history that I think they had five rushing touchdowns from it was everybody's running with, backs with I think. Meanwell, hurts Sanders and, and Austin Scott Austin
0: Scott yeah so they had four rushing touchdowns. Which is, yeah. so,
1: which is pretty which good. Which is good. So 28 uh, of their
0: points were rushing touchdowns. So they had, yeah. uh, I mean, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, and then the other touchdown was a Bradbury uh, pick six. Right, right. So uh, I, I actually, I like the Vikings this week, uh, but it sounds like you're taking the birds, huh? We got, come
0: on, home opener?
1: Remember, uh, this
0: team has struggled recently at home at the beginning of the season. So you would you know, love to see them I mean I think going back to the season the super the after Super Bowl season right this team has struggled since 2018 uh the 2018 season I think this team has struggled uh the first couple months at home so it would be nice remember they had those collapses and then they came back at the end of the season to get into the playoffs those two years in a row it'd be nice to see this team get off to a good start at home which yeah. Maybe
1: send a message too, because like you said, home field hasn't been so friendly for the birds. So it'd be nice to start off this season with a with a message. I agree. I love it. I just I just think offensively the the Vikings are c- going to present some problems.
0: Can we talk about the changing dynamics of the NFC East? Because something really big happened on Sunday Night Football, and that is Dak Prescott having a meet. Ma- I mean, I don't think a major injury, but something that's going to keep him out for quite a bit of time. And I know he wasn't put on the, the injured list, the IR, because, you know, they want to see him come back sooner than later. And I guess if he was placed on the IR, he would have to be out a certain amount of time. But the the Cowboys look awful. I mean, with Cooper Rush as their, their starting quarterback and uh, potentially where does that lead the rest of the teams in the NFC East? I think the Eagles obviously have to be the favorite but the Commanders came out with a win their first game. Carson Wentz threw a couple picks, but it had some touchdown passes. And the Giants pulled off, I thought, was a surprising victory against the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so the NFC East is interesting. And I mean, that injury to Dak Prescott makes the Eagles look like they're in a really good position to pick up some games here.
1: Yeah. And according to Jerry Jones, he's only going to miss four weeks. So he, uh, if that's true, that'll be interesting. That he only makes this four weeks, and you have to think that there's going to be a period of time where he. My understanding is it's like a six to eight week inner uh, yeah. injury. So even if he's a fast healer, there's still going to be an adjustment, and I'm not sure is it his throwing hand that were, that it was. It yeah, affected? I think it
0: was his thumb, right on his
1: yeah. throwing hand. Yeah. And so I remember Russell Wilson last year when he got hurt. I don't know if it's the same injury, but when he hurt his hand last year, he was definitely not the same quarterback.
0: And also they would miss that first game against the Eagles. The Cowboys, uh, Prescott would not be playing in that Eagles game at at the link, which I think is, is that a Thursday, a a Sunday night game, I think.
1: Sunday night game, yeah. And Jason Peters um, is going to be in the starting lineup for the Cowboys. So very interesting there. Uh, He will get the start. Uh, They're not sure if he's going to play left tackle or right tackle. So there's just a lot of movement with this Dallas team right now. And uh, the they did not look good. You are no, they didn't.
0: They put three yeah. points on the board. I
1: mean- but you know, look, Tampa is also. I mean, you know, Tampa's Tampa, so they're a great team, and they uh, they can make a lot of teams look bad. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Are there any uh, any games real quick? There's here? a there's a. They're I think the Chiefs
0: out- are playing the Chargers tonight on a yeah, Thursday. A Chargers meaningful a meaningful Thursday night football game, which is. Seems to be rare now. They they are having that situation now where the games are on Amazon Prime. I think.
1: Yeah, so, I, think, I think that's what it is.
0: Which is a sort of I'm not a big fan of that. I think now is the guy uh Al Michaels is calling the game now on Thursday Night Football for Amazon. I think he might. I don't know. Trying- I
1: haven't tuned in yet. Yeah, it's yeah. the podcasts are so strange. You know, because you have fought you on on Monday night. You have Aikman and um, um buck buck and they're doing that who, who are great who are great but then you also have the manning cast which is horrendous hilariously entertaining and uh i love the manning cast so you got that and then yeah and I they're think showing
0: those games on abc now too i think i don't know if this yeah. is a regular thing or so monday night football is finally back on abc which i yeah. i know it's a telecast you know simulcast but uh, but Sunday night football, obviously I has Mike Tarico and Chris Collinsworth. That's why I think Al Michaels is doing the Thursday night football game. I
1: think yeah, no, I think you're right. I um, think you're right.
0: So I might I might watch Tirico's that. So
1: good too. I mean, I love Collinsworth. I love Collinsworth. He's my favorite color analyst, but I Tirico is so good. He's yeah, so he's good. very
0: good. And actually, I don't think I've watched the broadcast. I don't think they've lost anything. I think Tarico brings something special to the broadcast now. Um, but I think that should be a good game any
1: other good games um there's I mean there's there's a few good games uh you want to go that I go through them uh I can't go through all of them I don't have time you can to just go it, through
0: a couple of them just go let's through see. A couple.
1: let's see all right'll I'll read a few that uh catch my eye let's see Miami Baltimore that's an interesting game you got a
0: good game.
1: yeah two one and oh teams playing Baltimore um who you like in that one
0: well, Baltimore came off that stunning victory against the high-flying New York Jets. Um, I think they should win the game, but uh, they still have a lot to prove. The Baltimore Ravens.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, uh, I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. New Orleans, Tampa in New Orleans. Tampa seems to struggle in New Orleans.
0: Yeah, and and maybe Jamison Winston, player of the you know comeback player of the year. He certainly missed enough time, so uh, yeah be interesting to see how they do in that game
1: yeah i I, i'm the bills very very excited about that it's a one o'clock start i think usually it's i thought i'm surprised usually it's a four o'clock uh you got seattle san francisco another uh nfc west showdown with the surprising geno smith he looked great on monday night
0: yeah i I don't get a lot of excitement over that game is that it that's probably in san francisco right it is yeah uh well we will have to see i was wondering Um,
1: yeah let's see did- we'll, we'll give uh let's see the zero and one raiders versus the zero and one cards because we know erock's a raiders fan i um, take
0: raiders but- raiders in that game
1: i'll take the raiders in that game too and that's probably in las
0: vegas that game
1: yeah yeah, yeah. you got uh you got uh let's see dallas um cincinnati i like cincinnati, cincinnati. there well, Chicago at Green Bay. Green Bay obviously struggled. Aaron Rodgers did not look like himself without, of course, Devontae Adams there. I'm but, still
0: gonna uh, take Green Bay in that one. This is a yeah. remember that first game of the year last year with Aaron Rodgers. They played awful. Yep. Uh, and then they came back. So I mean, I'm not ready to write them off yet.
1: Yeah. And then give me we, we should start keeping track of this stuff. And then uh your giants, your your old the your old yeah. team. Okay.
0: and Eric uh, Connor who Posted a very interesting 1973 podcast t-shirt look. So shout out to him.
1: Shout out to him is right, man. He's always supporting our show. So
0: Yeah, I know. He's a Giants fan. Who are they playing this week?
1: Uh, Carolina Panthers at home. I like the Giants in that one.
0: Yeah. Carolina, though, tough loss last week against the Browns.
1: Really tough. He said he was going to get his revenge, and uh, I guess that didn't quite happen there, Baker. Yeah. Who do the Bills
0: got on the schedule this week? Uh
1: the Bills have uh I, I forget because
0: that's I that's a home game. That's probably their home most game. Bills play Tennessee. I think the Bills are gonna win that game. I yeah. think the Bills are for real. I really think they're for real. It looks yeah, I looks too.
1: as long as they can stay healthy. No, no other sport is dependent upon health as much as football. So
0: well, yeah, look at Dak Prescott.
1: Yeah. Um, um all right, let's quickly jump to baseball because I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
0: yeah. I know the Phils look like they're in pretty good shape. They got a big series coming up in your area this week. they mm-hmm. playing the Atlanta Braves for the last time on the road against the Braves. And then they got the Braves, I think, back in Philly. Uh, what do we, I mean, I, I I found out who their end of season opponents are. They have the Cubs. They've got the Blue Jays, if I'm correct. The Astros. Yep. They've got and another that- series with the Nationals. Yep, and another home series with the Braves. Um, So that's a pretty, I think they could win some of those games. What's going to happen this weekend? I know football sort of, you know, we come to this season, football sort of takes priority over baseball, but we, this is a three game series against the Braves. Uh, What do they look like in this series?
1: And these are important games and not not because of the standings, because the Braves caught the Mets, right? If um yeah. then they surpassed the Mets. So there's no catching either of those teams as far as I'm concerned. But what is important to me is you have to establish that you can beat the Braves. And I think because given the the likelihood that you're gonna face them in the playoffs, um, or the possibility that you're gonna face them in the playoffs, let me put it that way. Uh, I think they need to show that they can get a W and they can compete and you know every time Spencer Strider pitches for the Braves that he 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 just I mean he does this to everybody but he just quiets the Phillies bats so I want to see them out of the next six games I mean I want to see him split you know I want to see him win at least three of the, the six against the Braves I think that that would that would Build some momentum. I mean, the good news is they're two and a half up on the second wild card team. I think it's San Diego. And then I think they're four and a half up on Milwaukee. Remember, they own the tiebreakers as well. So that's like an extra game in hand. So the and feeling- I'm, I guess,
0: I'm guessing that the Braves are the second seed right now in the National League by eclipsing the Mets because they're playing so well and that the Mets would be the top wild card team, right?
1: I think that's right. And are and the, the card- ahead of ahead of the Braves right now?
0: I thought they were, but you know what? The Braves might cash them. They're playing so well these days.
1: They're playing so well. And the fields right now have a 96% chance of making the postseason. So here's the, here's what you need to know. Um, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez returned this week and has looked very sharp. Your boy, Zach Eflin returned and pitched an inning yesterday. So he out, boy. Of, out of the pen. Um, Thor goes tonight. So hopefully close the door on, or I think it's a day game maybe. Um, Thor goes and hopefully close closed the, the book on the uh, Marlins here finally. And then um, it sounds like the big man, Zach Wheeler, will be back next week. It seems like his rehab is going pretty well. I think he has another start. And, um, you know, so the good news is, is that the Phillies are getting healthy at a good time here in the stretch run.
0: And uh, we will have to see uh, come playoff time. I mean, maybe we'll get Rich back on and and we'll do like a whole playoff playoff. Uh, prediction show love
1: that man that'd be so fun yeah because we're oh, only
0: talking about i guess another couple of weeks away playoffs start in October. Fair. um and again they're going to have that weird series this year where you the lower seeds play at the home seeds um in the wild card round i think they play all three best of three games there yeah so that should be i hope they get rid of that i i think it's only fair to have you know, the lower seat play one game at home one game. and then the higher seat play like they used to do in the NBA playoff, something along the
1: lines of that. Yeah, um, I agree, man. That's, that's the way to do it. So, um, ah, so the, and Reese Hoskins hurt his hand, uh, the other day, I think he was hit by a pitch yesterday. So, uh, you know, I think he's day to day The it's not Bryce's injury. It's not anything like that. So, and then who can, uh, look j t. Real Muto, talk about a guy who's turned his season around. I mean, this is a guy who is probably a legitimate m v p uh candidate at this point with the way he's played and the way he's kept this team afloat and then you have also uh Nick Maton, our boy he's he's been fantastic, so um these guys and and we mentioned last week sosa I like mars too the the look is definitely. It's growing on you a little bit. You're well, it's like a throwback
0: to the 93 Phillies look that with the it beard is. and everything. It looks like he's part of that team. I think this, you know, I think this is is gravy. Anything you get past the wild card round is gravy. Yes. And I think it's going to be like anticipation like you've never seen going into next spring training. Yep. Um, and then possibly maybe you don't catch the Braves next year, but you catch the Mets and you supplant the Mets.
1: Right. Right. So
0: I, I'm, you know, you can only be positive about baseball right now. And again, as we're leading into the fall, this is a great time to follow sports. You've got the World Series coming up. You've got the beginning of the NFL season. You got the beginning of college football. You got eventually hockey and basketball coming in. So we we have that eight month period of pure bliss. And again, I'm excited about the World Cup too. So we got we got a next eight months fun 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 packed shows coming up
1: that's right and the rumor is that the rock is going to return to wrestling so imagine that
0: what is he like 50 years old
1: maybe he is what are you gonna say he's not not in shape i think he's in shape but i mean of course he's in shape man he's the guy's a monster
0: yeah but you don't need to be doing that to your body after a certain time so
1: Uh, so sorry about that um So one, one uh, quick note before we roll um, is that I just want to Roger Federer announced his official retirement from the game. And I know we talked about this uh, last week with Serena
0: Serena. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he might be the greatest of all time too. in men's tennis.
1: I think, yeah. I mean, you know, I remember the Sampras Agassi years and then prior to that, obviously McEnroe Connors and, and Lendl was the guy that everyone didn't like. And then, um, yeah, this this, this next this next wave, which is like Nadal, Djokovic, and Federer, uh, Federer has um, always been the guy for me. Like he's he's just I mean, every you, you never hear a bad word about Federer. He yeah. is he's so talented. He's crazy talented. And I didn't realize he was forty one, but I didn't realize he 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 could be on nineteen seventy three. I mean, yeah but uh, a little bit of a stretch there but a little bit of a
0: stretch
1: but but uh that's only 1981 he'd be on well i mean here's the i'm not good at math but he the deal is is that like again these are him and serena i mean these are iconic players that will be member remembered long after they're done playing and we're watching sort of like the they're, end of Eric. The same age
0: too. So they're basically the same age, probably came in at the same time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think and, is amazing.
1: Uh, and I think it's important too. We mentioned Serena last week and and we talked a little bit about it and I thought about it. You know, I don't think we mentioned the doors that she opened for African American uh tennis players. You know, certainly Arthur Ashe opened opened the Open, door.
0: Right, right. right he did.
1: Door. And then there were players along the way, but I think Serena took that to a whole nother level opening the door for uh, other African-American tennis players. So um, it's awesome to see what she and Venus were able to accomplish. And, uh, you know, Roger Federer, again, I mean, the classiest champion and, and just, I mean, he's a dude I'd love to like get a drink with, man. He just, he's yeah. a really cool dude.
0: Not as big of a, a Jokovic, a Djokovic no. fan. Now, no. I, he, I like maybe maybe because lot, of the COVID, maybe it's because of the COVID bullshit. His, yeah. his his stance because you know what it's gonna like hurt his career a little bit with with not competing in these tournaments because of the bans on players not coming in with vaccination status and and Federer doesn't rub you that way like he there's definitely no points he seems to be making he just goes right. out there and plays tennis and so we're gonna miss him uh, you know unfortunately when Brady retires and I think Brady's gonna retire at the end of this year although I shouldn't say that because he might sign another contract. We're going to miss that. We're, but we're, I think we're appreciating this year when last year we didn't know if he was going to retire. I think we're sort of I sort of appreciate what I see out of Brady. And so they're sort of up there, you know Venus, uh, excuse me, Serena, uh, Federer and and Tom Brady.
1: Yep, yep, yeah. I mean some of the some of the all-time greats. And then, you know, maybe you throw like Sidney Crosby is one of being like, you know, an all-timer. I mean, he's he's great. I don't know if he's he's quite that level, but he's he's great um, watching him compete. So, um, and then Albert Pujols, right? He's number Albert third, Pujols, third right? all-time in home run- So, we're living in a special era. And I think I've always uh, realized that when, when Ken Griffey Jr. retired, I remember thinking like, I'm so glad I was alive to watch him play. You know, yeah. through his entire career, because he was one of these players. I think he's my favorite. He no, was your
0: favorite guy. I mean, not, I remember
1: non non Philly. Yeah, him and and Ricky Henderson were like my two my two guys. I
0: like I I saw a really special thing at the Little League World Series. Um, they do a, a game for special Olympians, special uh, Little League players who have disabilities. And Ricky Henderson was the one that was giving out medals and oh shaking God. hands. And I always sort of thought Ricky Henderson was an asshole because yeah. some of the, you know, some of the stuff you heard with him in the Yankees and Billy Martin. But it turns out the guy's a good guy. And yeah. it was nice to see Ricky run Ricky Run. Right? Was that run Ricky Run or was that Ricky Williams?
1: Uh, I think that was run Rick, I think that was Ricky Williams, another guy. Oh, who- okay. Yeah. yeah, we so mentioned I, being ahead of his time. This is just a smorgasbord of of random smorgasbord names,
0: of information. But yeah. Ricky Henderson was amazing. So um, that yeah, that's I'm I, I'm having fun though. And again, awesome. this is part two of today's show.
1: Part two, and it's now I we, I don't have time to hear about your weekend plans, but it's not because no. I care. It's because I love you. Okay,
0: and- <laughs> let's rock out then.
1: Let's do it. Like, and do happy
0: it. belated birthday to Mrs. Jacobs. And I know you guys are celebrating tonight. So we wish yeah, her- Even though it was yesterday, yeah. yeah. Thanks, sir. man. Yeah. And I hope she I'll has an this. amazing party tonight.
1: Thank you, man. I'll play this song for her at the party. Have a good week. Well, Good
0: weekend. Oh, <laughs> uh, <wrong songs. laughs>